Hi, this is Kayla Kershaw with Brendan McLaughlin. We are with Real Broker. Um, we are local realtors in Rhode Island, and the goal of this podcast today is to talk about all things real estate in Rhode Island. And today, we're just going to jump right in and start talking about the current real estate market, where we think things are going. Um, so, Brendan, what's currently happening with the market right now? If I could give it one word, I would say insanity. Um, <laughs> to put it lightly, uh, we're seeing multiple offers on just about any single property. Uh, everything selling within hours versus days. Uh, property value increases are 20% year over year in some situations. Um, we're seeing 7 to 10% jumps from spring 2020 to fall 2020 and then another 10% jumps in situations from uh, fall 2020 to where we're at now. And if we had to guess or you know, give an educated guess on what's driving it, I think Rhode Island was a big winner. Uh, the Rhode Island real estate market was a big winner with COVID. What we're experiencing is people, you know, people say fleeing the cities and, you know, a little bit dramatic um, at right. this point in time to say fleeing, but there are people who are reconsidering city living and maybe giving more consideration to living in Rhode Island and commuting to Boston, whether it be train or, or, or driving. And Boston, as we all know, the prices there are so, you know, have been and still are substantially higher than um, Rhode Island real estate values. So I think people are leaving Boston, uh, coming down here, uh, purchasing homes with, you know, as I've been kind of saying roughly, obviously it's not totally accurate, but people are buying twice the home for half the money down here. And that's what's driving it. Uh, I think there's a little bit of sticker shock in a good way for the Boston buyer. They come down here and they see homes and they, they almost can't believe the deals compared to what they're experiencing in Boston where they're paying top dollar for a 600 square foot condo and down here you can get a four bedroom two and a half bathroom home for the same price uh, so i think that's what's driving it and it's really you know an exciting time if you're selling a frustrating time if you're buying yeah what kind of advice would you give to uh any buyers out there so okay. if you're a buyer uh, you really got to step back and think about what the next five years looks like. Obviously, a big motivation for people buying right now is rates being very low. And obviously, there's a lot of truth to that. They're historically low, even though they're climbing back into the low threes, which is still a fantastic rate. But I think there's a lot of desperation to buy a house right now. And I'm encouraging all buyers and there's nothing in it for me if they do this, but if you're not going to own for the next five years, you need to be really, really cautious on purchasing a home right now. Uh, and you're probably going to have to be so cautious that you're not going to be able to buy a home right now uh, because there's other people who are more desperate and probably acting a little bit dangerously. And if you're not going to be in a home for the next five years, it would not surprise me to see a dip in prices from where they are now to a lower amount 
Um, at some point over the next five years, I still think the rest of this year, things are going to remain very strong. But as we all know, you know, we found out last March with COVID, the world changes really quickly and, and things happen fast and, and no one's thinking about things like that. So if my advice to buyers is to be patient and to make sure that this home is somewhere you're going to be for at least five years. Or if you're forced to move, you're able to willing and able to rent this home or, you know, just be prepared. If you're not going to be there for five years, there's a chance you have to bring money to a closing, which is not a fun thing. Right. So, um, What do you think about in the situation of the seller? So I know a lot of people are looking at the market and how inflated the prices are. So people are thinking, I have all this equity in my house. It's a great time to sell. Um, who do you think are good people to sell like someone that has a second home obviously it would be a great person to sell because they don't have to find somewhere to live so mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give for a potential seller someone thinking about cashing out on some equity so it's a cheesy real estate cliche and people say it all the time and it's not necessarily true but it is right now which is now is truly the best time to sell at least that i've ever experienced and the best time to sell in recent memory the average seller, if they don't have somewhere to go, they're all saying the same thing, which is, I could get so much from my house, but where do I go? And, right. and it's true. So, I mean, people always try to time the market in terms of selling high, buying low. If you don't have a place to go right now, well, let's backtrack. If you have a place to go, a second home, um, a rental, a family member to live with, and, and that's comfortable for you. I would strongly recommend selling right now uh, if you're looking to cash out. It's a great time. If you don't have a place to go, um, you might not be thinking out of the box enough. It could be a great time to sell now, rent a place for the summer, uh, which could be kind of a fun thing, even though summer rentals can be expensive. If you're making a ton on your home, it might be an option for you. Uh, I think we're going to see a resurgence of call it Airbnb inventory, where it doesn't necessarily have to be a summer home, but you might have someone who, you know, now that COVID's getting further and further behind us in a lot of ways, uh, you might have a lot more people willing to have strangers come to their home and rent it for months on end. And that would be a good option because you could rent for three, four, five months and use that time to find something else. Yeah, and just because the market is so high, it doesn't mean that it's still not a great time to buy because money is so cheap right now with the interest rates being low. So if you can afford it, maybe getting a second property for Airbnb, like you said, that would be a great opportunity for someone in the right position to jump on that. I also think there's always opportunities in every single market. And the opportunity in this market is... And I hate to say it, but I think there's a lot of real estate agents out there that are out of touch with how crazy things are. And the opportunity might be just acting really quickly on a property when you know it's a good deal and locking it up before there's that bidding war. We're seeing properties. You know, I just had one uh, in a neighborhood, on a street in my neighborhood listed for $599. I heard that they got over $650 with at least one offer. I mean, a good agent isn't going to do this, but if you're able to or your agent's able to 
uh, act quickly and convince the listing agent to take a full price offer. Sometimes the sellers feel good about that, uh, but when really, you know, they might be leaving money on the table. We had an instance with a team member of ours who purchased a property from a non-local agent for full asking price, which was $240,000. And at the end of this month, three months later, he's selling the property for $300,000 without doing hardly anything to it. And so that's a prime example of get out to a property quickly, lock it up before the bidding war. Right. And also another person on our team, I think, bought a property that the agent um, wasn't experienced, didn't syndicate the um, listing to Zillow or other websites, and she was able to get it for about $20,000 less. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, the multifamily. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah no. So, I mean, that so is... So it's interesting. That is probably the greatest opportunity from a buying perspective and it's kind of fun because you could if you can lock something up uh, you might be able to get it for you know fifty thousand dollars in instant equity just <laughs> by moving quickly and uh, by recognizing a property that's listed below uh, current market values yeah so just studying the market basically watching it seeing what comes up daily to see um yeah. What kind of opportunities you can get out there. I think that ties into other advice for buyers, which you know, I think everyone's kind of aware of this. If you're going to be buying a home right now, it needs to be your top focus and you need to be able to be available to go look at homes the day they come on. Uh, this market is not waiting for anyone. Property comes up on Thursday. You got to get in there Thursday night. You can't wait till Friday morning. Uh, Sometimes you just don't have that much time right now. Right. So we're getting into the spring market now. I'm starting to see a lot more homes come up on the market daily, which is awesome. I love to see the inventory increase. Finally, <laughs> we get some uh, pressure off of our shoulders here. So, uh, Brendan, what do you think uh, is going to continue to happen with the rest of the market for the rest of the year? If I put my economist hat on for a minute... I think uh, I think the remainder of this year will be very strong, uh, but it is going to soften by fall. COVID threw us all for a loop in terms of the typical spring market where your families who are selling homes, you know, they typically like to list in March, April, get their home under contract and then close sometime right around in conjunction with the, school, the uh, end of the school year. And the timing of COVID being kind of right in the middle of March last year threw that whole timing off. So in addition to what we see on a typical year is a hot spring market, but sometimes slow summers and then um, slow falls. Um, the market's just certainly always a little bit cooler in those times of year. So I think as people become more comfortable with letting people in their homes, we're going to keep seeing more inventory, which will allow things to balance out. Uh, predictions are for rates to continue to increase, which will be a good thing from the standpoint of um, a more of a balance between buyers and sellers moving back towards a buyer's market. It'll still very much be a seller's market, but there'll be more balance. Um, and I think, you know, fall is going to be the next real time where 
we can identify opportunities for buyers uh, outside of kind of the situations we just talked about now, which is maybe acting quickly, uh, quickly and and catching a property that's undervalued or listed at a lower price than, than what it can fetch in a bidding war. Um, and then my kind of prediction for the next couple of years is I think, you know, I think there's a big wave of foreclosures coming. I think the market right now is just being fueled by, by people with very little money to put down and they're buying multi-families with, you know, that are going to need two or three heating systems over the next few years. And, right. you know, if you barely have any money to put down on a house, I got to imagine you don't have that much money to start fixing boilers. Um, and, you know, if the property values take a dip, People are now underwater, and, that, and that's how foreclosures start to happen. Once people are underwater, and especially if they don't have much to lose, much equity or no equity, <laughs> yeah. they just walk away and they stop paying. So I think we're going to see a big wave in the next few years, but uh, we will find out. <laughs> yeah. The people of Rhode Island are very strong. They're always going to find a way, and hopefully we don't see too, too many foreclosures because we want people to stay in their home. But... Um, yeah, so I think that's a good uh, summary of what we think is going to happen for the rest of the year. So if you guys um, want to keep up with us, you can give us a follow on our Instagram. It's Brenda McLaughlin and then Kayla Sells Home. Um, stay tuned. We'll have plenty of more podcasts coming and talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us.